0: Unclaimed Bands. Hey music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands. And tonight my guest is Yardage. Welcome.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm doing great. Uh do me a favor, introduce yourself and tell me what you do in the band.
1: My name's Deja. I'm a vocalist for the band. Uh, we have unfortunately the rest of my band couldn't make it. They're actually in the studio right now. Uh Laying down a few of the songs that we have for our, our upcoming EP, but we have Nick Fernandez um, as guitarist. We have Alex Abanissal on the bass. We have Andrew Salo as our keyboardist and Ricky Mears as our drummer. Who he's actually in LA at the moment. He's a producer himself, so he's doing some work out on the West Coast.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, well, I'm I'm sorry they couldn't be here, but I'm glad you were able to join. And, uh, yeah, most uh, definitely. This. So, uh, before we go any further, why don't we give people a listen to your music? Uh, What song do you want us to play for them?
1: Uh, uh, Crown, for sure.
0: Crown? Okay. This is Crown by Yardage. (sighs) That was Crown. So, Deja, tell me something about that song.
1: That was actually uh, the first song that we did as a band. Uh, it was me and Ricky, the drummer, who wrote it. He produced it. Um, actually, it was originally, I mean, before this band, I was, I was doing some of my own things, and it was originally just going to be uh, sort of like a My Project kind of thing and at the same time, we were bringing this band together, so we decided to give it to the band and see what they could do with it, uh, like on a, you know, just do do what they can with it differently from a musical standpoint, you know? Once we brought in, like, a live guitar, um, live drums, even keys, you know, now with the synth and stuff like that, it sounds way cooler. Um, it just, it it did a lot for the song, you know? I feel like, Sometimes when you have music coming from a computer, a lot of it's kind of static, you know. When you have live instruments come into the picture, things are a lot more dynamic. And, um, I mean, the live guitar on the song really made a difference. You know, when Nick did on it, especially at the end, we kind of, we expanded on it a lot more. And um, we brought in, like, a cool, like, guitar break and stuff like that a cool instrumental break or even live you know like you really draw on the crowd for the crowd to party with you and you get to party on stage have a great time so you
0: no, know, I totally understand what you're saying a lot of times when you uh, especially if you started something and you work with that uh, you know synths are great and uh, I'm not knocking them at all, but there is something, like you said, the dynamic, the feel of, uh, you know, you can, you can almost, yeah, yeah there's you can,
1: nothing like it, honestly. Yeah, the passion
0: comes through, and that's great. <laughs> so, I got, I got to ask, I don't ask this too often, but the name Yardage, how did you guys come up with that name and the spelling? Is it from something, or?
1: Well, actually, um, my manager, she used to own a junkyard uh, out in, we're from, we're from Cooper City, and the next town over is in Hollywood. So my my manager she's in a junkyard out in Hollywood and um her what her family or what her, her and her husband do is they uh they kind of like turn over antique cars and muscle cars, you know, like make them look like really really safe stuff. So. And um she owns on like the on the other side of the street she owned another junkyard where they used to have cars and stuff like that, but uh the husband was going to shut it down and then, you know, Um, my manager was like, listen, let's keep it open, and, you know, like, maybe I can bring in some artists or whatever, and that's how my manager started managing artists, and um, a lot of magic just happened in that place, you know, like, I think I grew a lot as an artist, I grew a lot as a person, even in there, in that room, in that dirty old room, you know, and um, eventually, it was about a year ago, a year and a half ago, that she had finally, like, it was open for three years, you know, they did a bunch of music videos in there, a bunch of artists came in and out of those doors, and she finally, you know, shut it down, they bought, they just recently bought a beautiful house in the ranches, but, uh, you know, I, I still wanted to keep, like, the junkyard spirit alive somehow, so we were, like, trying to figure out how we can, like, sort of keep it intertwined in our band name, you know, like, while we were trying to find a band name that would kind of fit us, and, you know, so her husband, like, kind of, like, just came out. I mean, we're really close with the family, you know. My manager's, like, a second mother to me. And he came out in his underwear, and we were all sitting at the dining room table trying to fight, figure out a name. And he's like, his the name's the Ben Yardage. And we were all, like, kind of, like, looked at him like we thought it was kind of weird. But when we, like, started, like, saying it, we were like, Yardage. Yardage, it doesn't sound that bad. You know, kind of, like, grew on us eventually.
2: <laughs>
1: but, um... Yeah, and and you know, instead of spelling it like yardage like Y A R D A G E mm-hmm. we decided to do it like the the actual like pronunciation of it in the dictionary. Just to like make it weirder, who knows? Oh, yeah. It <laughs> but know. Yeah, we have a really weird story behind the name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's cool. I yeah, I, yeah, 'cause I was like, man, I gotta ask about this. So thank you for clearing <laughs> that one up for me. Um <laughs> So how long how long have you guys been a band and you know you said you were working on your own stuff and then how did it all come together with everybody else
1: Well um well the keyboard is actually knew since middle school we were really I mean me and him were really great friends best friends actually we grew up together since like about 7th grade and um I always knew I, it was kind of like a thing where he we knew each other he I knew he played keyboard and he knew that I sang but we were just friends you know we never really like played together, any of that, and, um, I had left school for two years to do, a. I did virtual school, and I just kind of, like, focused on music a lot, and then my senior year, I decided to come back, and, um, you know, while I was gone, I kind of lost touch with a lot of my friends, um, when I came back my senior year, I, you know, I started obviously talking to the keyboardist again, his name's Andrew, and, um, me and Andrew were great friends, of course, again, and, you know, finally we were like, "Dude, let's like, let's jam one day." You know, so we were jamming, and I mean, that was like—I—I'd I, say after the first day, like we knew. Like, I've never really like played with. I mean, I've played with keys before, you know, but I don't. Something about that, like he played guitar too that day. Like he—he he played a couple instruments. He played guitar too that day, and I was like, yeah. Something about that day, you know, like we just were like, we should try to start a band or something you know mm-hmm. and um his senior year he would actually he dropped his marine science class to join a just a stupid guitar class just to get through senior year you know he was like i'm not taking this hard class like i'll just take something stupid so he takes a guitar class and he meets alex who's the bassist of our uh the bassist of our band he met, he met alex and um he started jamming with Alex, and, you know, he brought Alex to me and stuff like that. And we, the three of us, I mean, like, we were literally inseparable for, like, that day on. I mean, we'd go to Alex's house every day, and my mom would want to kill me because I was never home. i just go, we would, you know, it was our senior year. We'd leave school early and just stay at Alex's house until, like, 10, 11 o'clock at night. You yeah, know, like gotcha. Working on music all the time. And, you know, Alex had known Nick, who was our guitarist, forever. They were great friends for a really long time. And Alex had brought Nick into the picture. And I had known Ricky from uh, just from past projects we had done before. Like I said, he's a producer. So, you know, drums had happened to be his first instrument, which was really like, you know, it's just kind of crazy how things just all worked yeah, out just and all it just kind of came together, you know.
2: That's cool. Like
1: if I, I'd say if I hadn't, I, I wasn't even planning on going back to school my senior year, you know. I was just kind of thinking of just finishing online and just whatever, you know, getting a diploma that way. But I decided to go back that year for some reason just to just kind of experience my senior year. If I never went back, I probably would have never, like, gotten in touch with Drew again. And, you know, probably this thing would have never went down, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty crazy. Like, we're just all a bunch of young kids, and I think, like, we just... I think the main thing about it was when we started was just we just had a really great time together, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time that we all came together and we all jammed. We it was um, my our manager had like my manager at the time. She rented out at like a place in Miami just for us to like get together and just kind of like you know,
0: yeah, work on things jam and, house like yeah.
1: just jam, you know, and like. From that day on, like, I think we just knew we had something, you know, like, we had this connection, and we had a great time, and... Yeah, it all it came together. It really, really worked out.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Um, what do you want people to get from your music?
1: Uh, I mean, I guess I, with every song I write, I just kind of want definitely something, you know, positive to come out of it, but there's there still has to be, like something fun about it, you know? Mm-hmm. With every song I write, there's always, like, a different purpose behind it, you know, whether it's about, you know, love or, you know, whether it's about just, like, how, like, a young 19-year-old kid, you know, feels about society or whatever, you know, like, just something that's relatable to kids my age or younger or older mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, just something that's relatable, something that people can still have fun with and people that can, like, they can even learn something, you know, just anything that can, like, that's, like, a positive impact on someone's life, I think would, is our goal, you know, we're we're not, like, a, we're not, like, a negative band,
2: and no, we don't no, no, want
1: to, no. yeah, we don't want to, like, you know, we're not, we're not an angry group of 19-year-old, 20-year-old kids, you know, like, just want something good to come
0: out. That's cool.
1: Like, and, you
0: know, just no, that's cool. That's that's the best way to be. Uh I'll tell you what, why don't we take a pause and play another song? What are we gonna let people hear this time?
1: Yeah, most definitely. The next one is Energy. This is a ballad that
0: we wrote. Alright. This is Energy by Yardage.
2: Something that I
0: All right, that was energy. So, Deja, where is the best place for people to, out there listening to go and find out about your band and what's going on?
1: Definitely Reverb Nation, SoundCloud. We got some videos on YouTube also if you want to check us out, how we do live and stuff. But um we got our EP on Reverb Nation and on SoundCloud. That was our first EP that we recorded. Um, and we got a new one coming out soon. For our single over, you'll be out Probably within the next month. You know, we're shooting a video for it this month as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we're excited about that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we have our music on any possible thing. You know, we try to just get it out there as much as we could. And um, So, yeah, anywhere. YouTube, Reverb Nation, SoundCloud. Uh, we have snippets on Instagram, you know, Twitter, all that good stuff. <laughs> you can follow us at Yardage. It's yardage music on Instagram, um, and yeah, if you just Google, it, if you just put in yardage on YouTube, you'll find all of our stuff.
0: Nice, nice. Okay, people, you're listening to it. Uh, you know now where to get it. So after the interview, make sure you go there and check everything out, and check out the videos and stuff like that. Okay, because you don't want to miss it. Um, tell me, what's the first record you remember buying?
1: First record I remember buying. Yep. I think it was the Seether. It was Seether. Seether? I was, like, I I would say I was, like, in second grade, and my mom's boyfriend at the time had introduced me to, like, alternative rock music. And I remember when I was, like, in second grade, I also had a friend named Jessica, and she was, like, obsessed with alternative rock music. I think it was, like, big at that time. You know, like, Seether was big, and um, it was, like, just... I just remember, like, listening to, like, that was all that was on the radio all the time. Well, I mean when I was you know when I was a kid that was like all my parents had listened to. So that was like a huge like alternative rock thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. So
1: definitely the cedar and I remember like burning that thing out. And then after that like I got into like Green Day and like stuff like that. And not I mean not only like uh, you know American Idiot but like the Dookie album and stuff like that. Like I got into like old school Green Day and stuff and even like System of a Down and all that stuff, you know, but definitely Cedar was my first album that I definitely, I was in second grade and I burnt the shit out of it.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so you you mentioned you guys are working on a new uh, new EP. Uh, do you have a projected time when that might be available for people or do you have a good like, a date when you're thinking about releasing it?
1: Definitely within um, either the end of the summer or the beginning of fall for sure. We definitely want to put. um, We learned a lot from releasing our first EP, you know. So we definitely want to put um, a lot more time and just really focus on this next EP and just make sure it sounds as best as it possibly could. You know, just focusing on like just perfecting a lot of things. You know, like I said, we learned a lot from the first one that we we released. So we just want to spend more time on this one and just you know get it to sounding how we want it.
0: Nope, nope. Totally get it. You get it, yeah. If you don't, you don't make it better. You know, you're not progressing. I totally yeah, get that.
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: so listen, I want to thank you for taking time to do this, and I want to thank you for uh, you know going through and and you guys submitting with through Reverb Nation. It's the only way we get to hear uh, bands like yeah, this man, that, thank that you don't for ha- uh,
1: Thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. <laughs>
0: oh, it's it's my pleasure. Uh, before we wrap everything up, is there anything you want to say to your fans out there?
1: Uh, we appreciate you, and just. Keep on listening, and, you know, we promise we'll deliver something awesome. Nice, <laughs> so you nice. You guys are awesome.
0: Well, now they got to live up to that, okay, people <laughs> out there. So, you know, if they don't, you know who to blame, okay? <laughs> well, listen, uh, Deja, I want to thank you uh, very much. Uh, everybody out there, my guest has been uh, Yardage. Make sure you go check them out after this interview done. And um, until next time, everybody, this has been Sean from Unclaimed Bands. Thanks, Deja. Thank you so
1: much.
0: The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of the unclaimed its parent company, or subsidiaries.